And here's a show of a lovely person. His name is Mr. Set Stories. He is ghetto. Hey, hey. As a a host. Her name is Hootie. What's up? (laughs) I was trying to rap and I'm not, I'm not. It's too early in the morning for that. Nobody's ever heard that before. It wasn't the Brady Bunch song. song. Um, What's up, guys? Yeah, yeah. What is up? Audience, people out there. To another exciting episode of Set Stories Podcast. And, And today... We have Miss Dre Lamborello with us. Woo-hoo! Let's give it up. What's oh, up? Right. How you doing, Dre? Right. I'm doing great. How are you guys? So We're doing fantastic. good. Happy October, the most wonderful time of the year. I know, yeah. Yeah. It's the best. Yep. Yep. It really is. Yeah. I have so many ideas of what costumes I want to be for Halloween and not enough days. It's already over. It's pretty much over. Yeah, it's over. over. It's the same. Yeah. Okay. Well, in September, I was going to like supply stores and they already started busting out Christmas stuff and it hadn't even been, it's not even Halloween. Can someone please explain that to me? Like I They wait till Thanksgiving. They usually wait till Thanksgiving, but every year it gets sooner and sooner. And that is, it's my favorite holiday and they're fucking it up. Yeah. Can I say fuck? You can you say whatever <laughs> you, you want. To, you listen to our other podcast? <laughs> you listen to John Scott? Listen to John. Listen to me. No. You know, listen to me for a season. Holy shit. Um, okay. Not in 30. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But Dre, like, this is so crazy because, so Charles contacted you first saying, hey, you want to be on the podcast? And I was like, and then of course he gave me your info so I could email you about stuff and like that. I was like, wait, Dre, that sounds familiar, but okay. And then once we, once you came on screen, I'm like, wait, I know you. <laughs> so small world, right? Small it's crazy. world. It I love when Honestly, that happens. I do. do. Like, I love our, it too. The whole like film community is such a small world. Like I was telling someone on set the other day, I was like, I get such what? anxiety. It's like the first day of school. And then without fail, you walk onto set and there's at least like one person, you know, and you're just like, <sighs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Much clear. Yep. Yeah. I uh I named uh, I named your your boomstick boom pole. My, I named yeah, boom. my boom pole. Yeah. Stanley. Like many 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 years ago. Yeah, Stanley. Yeah, I don't have Stanley anymore. Well, it wasn't mine to begin. It was a friend's. I borrowed oh. a friend's sound equipment. Yeah. But oh, I'm sure he's still he's working. He's doing other sets. You know. Okay. Okay. I didn't yeah. know. I'm so sorry. Stanley. I'm sorry for your loss. You named your boom pole Stanley yeah family yeah and then yeah i put little eyes on him and little arms <laughs> yeah you're gonna have to do a very deep dive on my instagram to find that. oh my but, god um, honestly i think it's still on my phone i save a lot of these boom pole pictures because it just gives me joy i have no idea it? if you have send it to us yes we need funny we are, we're all about funny yes no definitely i have this image of like there's like a serious a serious scene going on and just like they're sobbing and there's there's tears and there's drama and then all of a sudden the boom pole just kind of dips in with like googly eyes just like <laughs> and I just I mean like honestly everyone would get fired probably for that happening but in my mind it is hilarious and I would give someone a dollar to do that you all know right. what next time go. even if I'm sound or ad on a set I will do that I will bring googly so, eyes like, and just put it on the boom pole <laughs> honestly stuff like that ter- makes a good set those it little, does man those it really does makes of comedy like the comedic yeah. reliefs to get someone out of you know 
That's real. Because like sometimes, dude, like sometimes you're working on set and it's like overnight, it's late. Like sometimes just it's not the most fun set. Like everyone's like high strung. There's like some like underlying drama going on. You just need like those little breaks or like you'll be like working on something. Like one time I was working on this job. It was an overnight shoot. Uh, the actor was the biggest diva I've ever worked with in my life. Uh, I put a note in my mind to never work with this individual again. And I'll get into this story in a second, but um, there's always those moments when like that person's having like a full on meltdown, like Christian Bale status, oh, where they're just God. yelling at everyone. Everyone's on set, just like, this is happening right now. Yeah. And then you make, you make eye contact with someone and you just, you have that moment where you're like, yeah, I know, fuck this guy. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of, you have, it makes it feel a little better. Cause yeah. Yeah, because you have that support. It's like, I got your back. Like, we're here for each other. If we want to talk about it during lunch in the corner, we like, we yeah. got you. Yeah. Okay. So it was kind of funny. So this one job that I was working on, the same one I'm talking about. I don't but think- But you are, you are, you are, you're a makeup artist, correct? Yes, yes. Yes. I'm so sorry. Makeup artist, special effects, and hairstyle. So I was doing everything on the shoot, including wardrobe. It was a very low budget thing. They oh needed me. And I was like, hell yeah. Let's so do Like it. everything with the actor. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And the one actress was totally fine. The other actor, I feel like everyone's worked with him at some point in their life. He's a a bizarre man. But the main actor who was the lead um, apparently got the job by saying, I'll do stunts for your film if you make me the lead. So this is how this man got in and was the most particular person in the world. The director was getting bossed around by the actor. It was oh, just no. Ooh, that's always at weird. One, at one point, like there were multiple times while we were on set when he was like, I need wardrobe. Wardrobe, you need to you need to tuck in my shirt. I'm like, okay, first off, that's not that's not, seriously. That's 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 not my main thing. And I have a name. I yeah. I have a name. Like instead of just wardrobe, where's the wardrobe girl? I'm like, dude, I've worked with you many times. And you would <laughs> oh, think I would really? learn my You'd think I would have learned my lesson. I make these these points in my head where I'm like, noted, will not work with this person again. And then somewhere in my mind, it just kind of goes away the second they're like, hey, I have another job for you. And I'm like, sign me up. It's going to be good this time. <laughs> so yeah, he's like, I need wardrobe to tuck in my pants. And like, I'm just, and like the camera guys are just like, that sucks. But he- <laughs> this guy literally they weren't getting the shot I have no idea what was going on but we're up on this roof in downtown LA it smells like piss it's the middle of the night everyone's getting tired it's cold it's starting to drizzle a little bit and this guy just goes off on this Christian Bale rant about screaming in front of everyone about how the camera crew sucks how they're the most unprofessional like just going off like audibly and I'm pretty sure like the second AD, not even the first AD, or like someone came up to the, the director and was like, you need to get a hold on this because this is not looking good for anyone. And so the director who had taken like a seat at this point because diva actor decided to take the reins and become the director, oh, no. had oh, to go God. in and just try and calm the guy down. And yeah, the most uncomfortable moment of my life I'm texting my friend who was the uh the camera guy for the behind the scenes shots I got him this job he uh he's texting me back and's like yeah fuck this guy and I'm like oh my god this is so embarrassing like I I don't deal with confrontation well 
So the fact that this, this was all happening, like in front of everyone, I wanted to just crawl under a rock. However, I was needed to tuck in his pants. No. So yeah, multiple times. Like, yes. I don't, I don't understand. He didn't have anything in his hands. Why couldn't he just do it? I don't, I don't oh get it. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Also too, he, um, he was one of those people while, while I was doing his makeup was very like self-conscious of himself and kept touching his face and telling me like, oh, like I need a little bit more concealer right here. He was wearing sunglasses. Um, so yeah, just, it was, it was, it was a nightmare on many levels. And then, but the one saving grace was the next day I was working on another shoot and I bumped into this guy who was the cameraman who got yelled at. And I was like, did you go to the rap party? And he was like, fuck no, I'm not going there. Because <laughs> at the end of the shoot, I think the actor, it clicked that what he did was severely wrong on many levels and was going around profusely apologizing. Like, I'm so sorry, but I'll see oh you at the rap party, God. right? Oh I'll see you at the God. rap party, what? right? I am so sorry. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, 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 you're good. You're good. I'll see, I'll see you tonight. Mine to his face. Jesus. <laughs> nope. But that's every reason, man. That, I've never heard of that happen. Oh my God. That's yeah, a that's pretty crazy. Really? It was it was wild. But okay, so he sat down in my chair at the end of the night and I was taking off the makeup that was on his face. And he was like, Dre, was it, was I wrong? And I, I cannot control what? my face whatsoever. And I was just kind of like. Best acting. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty bad, man. And that's what got him to get up and apologize to Oh, good. Wow. You need somebody to be oh, honest. Somebody to that. Yeah. I had Sometimes. to be honest. Oh, my God. Because no, even during, real. like, the shoot, even during the shoot when he was like, I need makeup. I need wardrobe. Like, all this stuff. Like, I was just like, like, my face could not. I could not hide it. I was just, but he was, like, on another level at that point. So, I don't even think it registered to him that, like, I was done. Camera was done. The director was done. Like it was Dang. just, it was. You know what you guys needed? <sighs> a taser. <Googly> eyes. <laughs> yes, yes. You need the yes. googly eyes. That would have turned everything that, around. That would have really would have. That would have so much. And I see nowadays they have all different sizes of googly eyes. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. No, mm -hmm. honestly, put that in your kit and just give it a shot, Nick. Because like somebody, people that do that. You know, we look at them in one life, but we can look at it. I look at the situation another way. Like maybe they were never told, like this is bad. I mean, even though like common sense says it's bad, but I work yeah. with people too. Like you know, like they you call them out, and I'm like, wow, we could have just said that the whole time, right? And, oh. and then they would have changed their behavior way early on. Like sometimes they yes. just need to be told, and they don't know because mm -hmm. they're so narcissistic or whatever. I mean, they're actors, right? Oh, yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> and like you kind of. I mean, like, in the back of my mind, I walk in, like, just expecting whatever. And, like, if it's a good day, it's a good day. And, like, I, I usually, more often than not, like, it's very rare that I come into contact with these uh, diva actors. Like, it's very yeah, it's rare. rare. It really it's, is. like, once in a blue moon. Like, you hear stories about it, but, like, in my experience, it's once in a blue moon. Mm -hmm. And you just kind of, like brush it off because i mean there will be other opportunities that have better more wonderful people and i noticed and this is going to sound terrible usually it's um more like the b-list actors that have that diva mentality about them <laughs> yep. like yeah, the more we've heard it we've heard it on this show yeah <laughs> exactly like the a-list people or like the people that like 
you really like look up to the ones that like you hear about they usually are like sweet down-to-earth people just like so humble and then it's like these like b-list actors who are like I don't even know, like working on like soap operas that you're just kind of like, oh my God, how are you still working? Like, I don't understand. But like, you just gotta smile, push through, and then, yeah, like it just becomes a story where you like log it away (laughs) and you're like, never again until that opportunity arises. And then you're like, yeah, sign me up. (laughs) Because work is work, right? We we gotta gotta get it. I I feel you on that, Jay. I I really do feel you on working with people again hoping that's going to be better yeah um yeah. i did that most of literally like most of my career especially when i was in arizona shooting oh lord i haven't even touched on those stories but every time i was like it's going to be different nope it's going to be different nope exactly and it's kind of <laughs> like like you said it's the definition of insanity because you're hoping that it's going to be good and mm-hmm. then you're proven wrong again but like that like i mean we freelance so if work happens you take the work that you need because you yeah. don't know like Plus those jobs, if you keep like a professional mentality, the other crew will see. And usually from that, you get more work. So there are, there are pluses and minuses. And like, if you have a good mentality, a good people skills, you're like on time, you show up, you do what you got to do. You will get more work. Like you wouldn't expect, and I wouldn't think so when I first started my career, like 11 years ago, it really is about who, you know, like, Mm -hmm. cause from one job, you will get more. And I don't know if it's that way on the East Coast. I heard that it's it's not, but um, at least out here, it's who you know. And like, yeah, like uh, it's it's about networking. That's what gets you jobs, along with talent too. But like, yeah, yeah, if you have like a good relationship and a good like repertoire, I guess, then you will get work, and that's what's awesome. So, yeah, you just do your thing, and people will hire you. Yeah, people are watching you. And you know what? Sometimes it's those moments when you're being challenged the most and how you deal with it that do, like you said, get your next job. Because you're like, you know what? That guy was a jerk to you and you handled it like a professional. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You, know, you, uh, you can handle this person. And let's face it, like, that's not, it's not going to be the last person you're going to mess with. Like recently, I went to uh, a Q&A for the Spaceballs and ah. uh, they had, yeah, it was great. They had the makeup artist there the and like the animatronic creator guy um space and they had balls? One of the actors. yeah space balls yeah okay well, wait cool. really quick so i have a list in my mind of people that i would just love to work with not even work with if i could just shake their hand yeah i could die i could die happy mel uh-huh. brooks is one of those people but i did oh, go yeah. to a book signing years ago for young frankenstein and no he was way. there and i was there i was in the same room as him so I can check that off my list. He wasn't, I mean, he's like 90 years old. So he wasn't yeah. feeling well. They they weren't allowing the handshaking. But mm-hmm. being in the same room as him, who I think is just a genius on so many levels, yeah. was a highlight yeah. of my life. Young yeah. Frankenstein is the best comedy ever. It is so, okay. so funny. It's that, genuinely funny. <laughs> and um, so my, well, my favorite is High Anxiety. Have you guys ever seen that? Mm-mm. I don't think okay. so. So, okay, please, you, you, you and the viewers, everyone, it's a Mel Brooks movie. It is a parody on all of Alfred Hitchcock movies. Oh my so, God. <laughs> but it has- That's cool. It, it, Mel Brooks is the star. He wrote it. He did everything, which I think is fantastic. And then Madeline Kahn, who is my all-time favorite actress, she is 
also a lead in that movie, but it is hilarious. And even if you haven't seen Alfred Hitchcock movies, you have a general idea of them. Like, I mean, even the shower scene in Psycho. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've seen too many, all, all <laughs> too many Hitchcocks. I tried to watch all Exactly. Of them. So yeah, like <laughs> even if you haven't seen those movies, since they are so iconic, you've probably seen the clip somewhere and you can just identify. Yeah. But that movie is by far one of my favorites. I love it so much. And I highly recommend this that. Maybe the next one. We were looking for something yes. tonight. <laughs> oh, please, yes. No, but that... you were right. He's uh, he's an amazing person. They shared good, great person to work with. He was funny all the time. Um, yes. But they did share um, some other directors too, because the costume designer and the makeup guy, he had funny set stories. Um, they were like, yeah, he was really easy to work with. He wasn't a screamer like the other directors that want Spielberg in them. Del Toro, mm -hmm. they like called out some other ones. And they're like, yeah, they're bad. You know, oh, really? but like, yeah, I was like, oh. really? No, I hate hearing that my favorite directors, but they said, Mel Brooks and Thor are good. You know, some oh, are like perfectionists, gosh. you know what I mean? But it's like, that's not the last time. Like, the make, okay, I'll share his set story. He had a funny one. So, you know how he was yogurt, Mel Brooks. So, uh, Mel Brooks, <laughs> he was yogurt. Yeah, the Yoda. Mel Brooks was like, he went to the makeup guy. He was like, all right. He's like, how long is it going to take to like put all this stuff on? And he's like, well, you know, it's a lot. It's going to take a few hours or whatever. And he's like, no, you got two hours. He's like, crap. And he comes. I've on been set. there. Yeah, I've right. Yeah, there. you know. And he comes on set the next day, and he's like, he goes to his room. El Brooks goes to his room, and he's like, hey, you got you got an hour and a half tomorrow. An hour and a half tomorrow to do my makeup. And he's Cutting like, down the time. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then on the day, he was going to do yogurt. He was going to play him. He sits in the makeup chair, and he's like, you have an hour. Oh my God, what the heck? I, put the prosthetics there. on. And so he's oh like, my God. and he was doing it because he had to go and direct the, direct the actors. Yeah. So he was doing the makeup. And I guess he had an assistant come in because he's like, I can't do this by myself. And he, he was like, I guess he was on the hands. And he's like, how long do you need? He's like, he's like, he's like I got to be done in like, in like two minutes. He's like, he gave me, he's like, I got 10 minutes left though. He's like, you got two minutes. And he's like, 10 seconds. He counted down <laughs> and he just gets up and leaves. So he was yogurt. Dude, his, his hands weren't done. So the makeup guy took his kit. I don't know if you've ever done this. He took all of his set. while he was directing and he was like trying to get his hands, like do the makeup <laughs> on his hands. <laughs> yeah, oh was, my gosh. So Brooks was like, get away from me. Stop was, doing that. <laughs> I was there yesterday. Oh my no God. Way. Oh my God. Well, no. Okay. So it was a different thing. It was for a commercial and it was actually really cool. So we, we were shooting at, um, and I'm so bad with like faces, names, like locations. I was working with, I, I thought the one actor, he showed up on set with his, well, he was talent, showed up on set with a Pelican case. And he was like, hi, I'm so-and-so. And I just assumed he was the camera guy. So I was like, oh, hey, what's going on? He was my first talent. But um, we were talking as we were going up in this maintenance elevator, beautiful. Apparently where we were shooting was where they shot the original Blade Runner. So oh, I thought yeah. that was exciting. I that immediately is. texted my parents because <laughs> I am sorry. <laughs> My, my goofy right here so he likes he likes blade runner too <laughs> he does he does so um uh sending pictures to my parents because my dad is really into all those 80s movies um but uh what was i saying oh so they were like okay we need the actress done in like 30 minutes and i was like like she's completely barefaced like so i literally and they were like, okay, we need her on set now. And then we get to set and they're like, okay, camera needs like seven minutes. So I'm like standing there yeah. like, okay, last thing, last thing. And uh -oh. like, 
I was building the makeup as we were going, but like that's how it is on set where they're like, hurry up and then wait. So like oh, yeah. Yeah, I, unfortunately, I, yeah. I mean I did a great job like for like the small amount of time I had to do to do full face of makeup. Um like I I busted it out and then I was like, okay, I need to tweak this, I need to tweak this, but I actually had the time to do it, but like I, I felt bad because we're standing there and I'm just like in the actress's face, like, okay, last thing, last thing. And then like <laughs> Yeah, it's always last thing, and then I'm like, okay, I'll add one more thing. <laughs> it ends up looking great, but like I yeah. feel bad because I, mean, I feel like face. like a Dude, I feel like a little butterfly. Like I'm just like <laughs> fluttering around them, like trying to get all their makeup on. And like I'm sure they're used uh, to that though. I know. Actually, okay, so let me tell you the slap story. It's Since I'm talking about little butterflies, I know for real. So I was doing <laughs> I hope not. I was like mortified. Well, not even. I don't know. I okay, I'll get into it. So I was doing Oscar makeup for nom nominees or whatever. And I'm on a group chat with this woman that I've never met. And she's like, okay, so 30 minutes for hair and makeup. We don't wear a lot of makeup. We just want like simple hair and makeup. And I'm like, that's not doable. Like we need, we need at least like, like it takes, I would like in a perfect world, an hour to do makeup and 45 minutes to do hair. They want to get done. For red carpet? Yeah, that's pretty, wow. Okay. So, so you get it. So she's like, okay, show up at the hotel at eight. And I'm like, okay, I need at least like 45 minutes. Cause she's like, yeah, we're not picky. We don't wear a lot of makeup. Like it'll just, just go. And I'm like, okay, whatever. There was no convincing her. So we show up at her hotel at eight. We get ready. We get set up. I bring my assistant along with me. The first woman who came in for my assistant came in with waist length hair that was soaking wet. Oh, Lord, Lord. And so... She starts drying the woman's hair. She has to style her hair. Oh my gosh. And the woman who hired me, the, the boss woman, let's call her that, starts yelling at my assistant. She's like, this is not professional. You said you were going to be done. No. Also, too, these women were like, um, so this is this. I need this. I need. So they turn they in from being not particular to being very particular. Divas. Oh, the my biggest God, divas I've ever dude. worked with. And they were foreign, so mm. um, I, I was just being my, like, kooky self, and, like, they weren't getting it. They were very serious. Um, so I was like, okay, your hair and makeup's done. Come back right before you go. We'll do touch-ups before you go. So I get through all of the makeups. Meanwhile, the main woman who was, like, smiling and bubbly when we first met her started yelling at my assistant. Her whole attitude completely changed. Um, she sits down in my chair, and she's like... <sighs> okay immediately starts sobbing <gasps> i was like oh my i was God. like no was like, dude what the heck i was like what and i i i don't deal with that well so i'm like uh, uh, i'm like running around looking for tissues so i started on her hair first because i have no idea what's it, it, it was like a wedding day just <laughs> nerves were high and i get it everything's like she wants it to go perfect they have to be out at a certain time she's like oh we should have started at seven o'clock. And I'm just like, that's what I said. I was mm. like, we should start at seven. She's like, no, no, no. We'll start at eight. It's okay. We'll start at eight. She's like, oh, we should have started at seven. And I'm like, okay, this is what I said from the beginning. So anyway, touch-ups come along. We're like busting out these makeups and hair. She's yelling at everyone. I feel like crap. Um, the first woman comes back and she's like, oh, 
I think I need a little bit more volume. They, they were, like I said, they were foreign. And I'm like, oh, so I go to touch her. her. She slaps my hand away. And I'm like, whoa, oh my God, oh my God I'm, I'm so sorry. Like I was trying to show her like what she wanted. She's like, I just need a little bit more volume like here. Yeah. And I went to go touch her hair. She slapped my hand and I'm like, oh my, oh my God, I'm, 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 I'm so sorry. As we get in the car later, I'm like, I should have slapped her back. I should have been like, oh, right back at you, but I didn't. Yeah. On palm across the face, and like, oh, what? I didn't mean to. You didn't even um, see it. Would have been awkward. <laughs> but um, needless to say, like we got it all done. Like they seemed okay with it, but um, everything, everyone looked great. They were just very, very particular. Even though they said they weren't going to, it was a nightmare. Me and my assistant got our car from the valet. We got into the car and we both screamed. We just sat in the car and just screamed. Mm -hmm. And then we drove home and I was sitting on the couch and I was like, you know what? I'm going to unwind. I'm going to play Skyrim. I disassociated so hard after that job. I just got home. I sat on my couch and I just kind of zoned out. And then my husband came home and was like, hey, like you want to watch a movie? And I was like, I just want to be in silence. Yeah. And like, oh those are the type God. of jobs. Like, I mean, yeah, it was just, Damn, sometimes Dre. they are so exhausting and like, yeah. i was like honestly i don't even think these women are gonna pay us they did pay us okay good um, they left well they left the money at the front desk of the hotel like everything was fine <laughs> oh they left the money at the front door yeah not even yeah. like in your face to your face oh no but I if could... they just listened to you it would have been avoided and i've been exactly. in that situation before it sucks it sucks so bad and it's like yeah if you just listen to me you guys like we would have yeah, just been like fine. i'm like i'm like in my professional opinion i think we need some more time no 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 these women aren't particular at all we hardly wear makeup we don't really do anything to our hair come at seven we'll have well i'll give you 45 minutes to do hair and makeup on each woman and then we need to be at, and i'm like Okay. Did you did you have a feeling that it was gonna go bad because they were like yeah, it doesn't need that's usually like it's like well they don't know what they're talking about it's gonna be the exact opposite exactly well I was I was hoping for the best because like I'm, I'm I work very fast like when I first started doing hair and makeup one of my first jobs was working at Fright Fest so I had to make these mon monsters with like prosthetics and airbrush. 45 minutes per person. And we had to just bust them out, get them ready to go into the park so they could scare people. So I've gotten really good, especially even on set when they're like, okay, um, how much time do you need? I'm like, I need 30 more minutes. They're like, we'll give you 15. So yeah, I'm good dang. at like just busting it out. And like, my anxiety is always high. So I'm good at working really fast. So I was hoping for the best. But the second that woman walked in with the waist length soaking wet hair, I was like, Oh my God. You just knew. <sighs> yeah. And like both me and my assistant are perfectionists. We want everyone to feel beautiful and to look like, but the fact that like, she was like halfway done blow drying her hair and she's like, you are already over your 30 minutes. You need to hurry. This is unprofessional. And I was just like, and my, my assistant, she's from New York. She's a fiery, fiery mm. person. She kept her calm. And she didn't lash out. And I was, I was literally, I don't know how other people are going to react all the time. I know how I handle myself. So I was a nervous wreck thinking like, this person's going to yell at her. She's going to lash out. I, I just, okay. I know this is going to sound stupid, but um, I don't believe in horoscopes, but I believe that I am a Pisces. Like 
from what I've read, it is very accurate. Like I feel other people's feelings or empath. I don't, I'm an empath, forget the Pisces, who cares? But um, I pick up on other people's emotions a little bit too much. Mm. So like, I literally, like my anxiety was up here already. And then at, when everything started happening, it just skyrocketed through the roof. And I was like, just staying as calm as possible, trying to bust out this makeup, trying to keep this woman calm, watching the the shit unfold over here it was it was it was very stressful and I don't know if I'll ever work with those people again I definitely don't think I will for my own personal reason who knows what they think I mean I also too it was um it was the the award show like I feel like they were very like "Eh, Hollywood it's disgusting like this is where we are like and they were in this bougie hotel (laughs) like very fancy but like the, the evenings, the, the morning started with a slap and then their category was right but actually um, after the Will Smith slap happened, um, they were nominated. So I'm just oh, like- Oh, it was on that night. So that okay. was the slap. There was all kinds of slapping going on. <laughs> it started with a slap and it ended with a slap. So I don't think they're ever gonna come back to America because they were like, hey, people like savages, savages. Oh and yeah, I'm like, that was a bad. Savages. Yeah. No, like oh, and, and the woman came. The woman came out to meet me and my assistant that morning, and there were like crackheads across the street just screaming at us. And I was like, "Yeah, oh, this is very <laughs> alarming for anyone." Yeah, <laughs> Hollywood like, oh. is <laughs> not the most glamorized place as it, as the it media really wasn't. Out to be. No, I remember I grew up going to uh, Disney World, and I would go to MGM studios now it's now it's hollywood studios but yeah mgm that was like the hollywood representation and i remember just looking and that's how i kind of got into makeup like i mean it was the original universal monsters that sparked my interest like i was like i want to do that mm-hmm. but also too it was like the backlot tour studio thing at disney world and it was uh all the monster shows at the universal mm-hmm. and like there were all these like little things that gave you a glimpse of what Hollywood was like as far as movie making. It's a trick, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like I remember there, just looking at you from across the street. <laughs> oh my God. And then I moved to Hollywood and I was like recently, like before COVID, my husband and I went to Disney World. And we went to what is now Hollywood Studios. And they have like the Chinese theater and they have like the old Hollywood architecture. And it just I was like, this, this is what I pictured where we live to look like Mm -hmm. and he was like yeah no that 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 would be a very very let down and i was like it still kind of is it hurts a little bit yeah it's all smoke and mirrors it's all fake that's why why we say it on the podcast (laughs) yeah it's great hollywood's amazing but it's not what it's cut up to be in the no 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 and then like I'm like I'm from the east coast so I grew up going to New York and I don't know in my mind New York has this glamour to it where I'm like I love New York City and then I get jobs in downtown LA and I'm like fuck this place it smells like piss <laughs> and you know, I, I get violently angry about having to work in downtown LA and I'm it like is the I worst. Love I, so do I I'm like I love New York so much right. and I'm stuck here and then like everyone's like New York is just the same. Like New York still smells like, and I'm like, no, it's not as glamorous. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I have no idea. I think I'm just like so. No, you lived in both places, so you, you can compare them. 
you're good know, but at the same yeah. time like i mean you have to be vigilant wherever you are because like my parents are still in new jersey and they're like do not go in the subway people are getting pushed into the subways Ooh. like people are getting jumped people are getting shot and i'm like it happens everywhere you just have yeah. to be vigilant you can't just be like ha 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 um yeah but yeah like walking oh my god i know speaking <laughs> of detroit how did you guys <laughs> feel about um the airbnb movie there's an airbnb movie is it barbarian is that the one that's called? it that's it i'm so sorry couldn't think of the name but that takes <laughs> place good. in detroit oh it does yeah oh. yeah um, it's it's streaming now i think on hbo it's on my list to watch all right so, but as everyone... as a woman i am very scared to watch that film <laughs> just yeah. saying no it's totally acceptable there's certain movies that i physically cannot watch because it just trips me out to an extent like i can the things that i make like i can make people look like they're missing body parts like ripped open nasty oh. i can watch that if someone else has worked on that, I cannot watch it. Like Saw, I cannot watch. Freaking yeah. out, I can't do it. But if I was to work on Saw, then I could watch it. Because you know. I think it's a coping mechanism. Way. Yeah, yeah. That's strange. I never heard of that. Like, you know, you know that it's all prosthetics and stuff, but yeah, you still don't watch it. Oh, yeah. No, like certain things make me squirm. Like just the anxiety. Or like, um, I realized too, it's the idea of being trapped. Or like people inflicting pain on themselves or other people and they can't get away. That just, that, that freaks me out. Yeah. I can't watch it. I can't watch it. But like, if I work on it, then I might be able to watch it. Like, um, yeah, there are certain things that like, I know for a fact, like if someone's like, oh yeah, this is what happens. I'm like, I will not be watching that. But I totally respect it. I can look up pictures and like research. But when it comes into like a story mode, and then, like, you see certain things happening in movies. Freaks me out. I can't do it. But, yeah, as far as, like, research. Oh, so here's a funny thing. So when I first moved to L.A., when I first started doing makeup, which was 11 years ago, I had, like, three different jobs. So I was working at a restaurant. I was going to school. I was taking freelance makeup jobs that had, like, little to no pay. Um, and I was working, I, I ran a sober living. Oh, so, really? um, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was the house manager. So I'd get home from doing all this stuff and I would have to research stuff on the computer, the main computer that everyone used. If people weren't home and I knew that I would research like uh, compound fractures and I would leave it up on the screen. So if they did get home after curfew I could hear them yell when they would go to check in on the computer and hey. it was just a sick little joy that I had for myself it just it That's gave funny. me joy and it let me know who came in late <laughs> you're also where were you last night oh I was here <laughs> <laughs> funny so you need to bring that bring that to the next set. Oh, okay. I just Googled compound fracture. I that was a mistake. That yeah, was a mistake. I gotta describe do that, people. Yeah, like oh, sometimes that's gross. I would be like, oh my god, here's another story for you. Okay. Um don't stop. Okay, cool. So another story really quick, and this is a little bit warped. Um, so my dad is probably one of my biggest fans. Like, totally appreciates everything I do, so proud of me, like. I, I love him and I love his proudness of me. Um, Cause I mean, it took me a while to get to where I am and 
I'm very proud of myself and I still have a ways to go, but he is, yeah, like I said, my biggest fan. He will send me or like, I'll get a text message from him at like eight o'clock in the morning or like earlier than that because they're on East Coast time. And it's like, I'm like, oh, look, my dad's texting me like good morning or something. And I'll pull up a picture and it'll be of a, um, for example, there was, there was a, a, a car crash victim, like, uh, he's friends with someone who works at a morgue and, oh or, or something, or like on the police office or something. I don't know, but like eight o'clock in the morning, like just horrible reference photos. And like, he's like, I think you might need this for your work one day. And I'm just like, holy shit. Like uh, there was well, no warning. It's, it's the thought that counts, yet. you know? It's the thought that counts. But I, I had to tell him, I was like, I need you to prepare me before I open up my text message (laughs) and I'm like on set like I have my coffee in my hand I'm like trying to wake up before my first client comes to me and I'm just like oh my god but that's kind of cool though that's kind of cool like he supports you that that's really supportive I don't even know where he got these pictures from but I'm like why did you why why dad (laughs) but but in all in all honesty does do you do you use them do you use them as reference sometimes? There you I go. Have. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, like, especially the shitty quality of like whatever happened on the news and they're like, yeah, here, like yeah. It's, it's not the, but yeah, it's, it's, it's not the most fun thing to wake up to in the morning. Oh, I'm like, oh, look, he's saying hi to me. And then no, it's, it's, it's not at all. And I'm just like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to your dad. That's kind of cool, though. Really? Yeah, friend. Yeah, friend. He's going to break someone's neck. Hey, this is what it looks like. <laughs> I did this for you. <laughs> Thank you. I know. Don't, don't. He, he's, he's very Italian and very protective. And that, that could be a thing. Yeah, oh, Lord. Then make sure he watches this episode. He'll be like, oh, that's a good yeah. idea. I know. Yeah, I give him a shout out. Oh, and my mom is also very supportive. And so are my grandparents. But my grandparents oh. are like... Uh, we love what you do, but we just can't look at it. <laughs> You're like, what do you mean? It's on the screen. I know, <laughs> but, but no, at, at, at the same point, oh, how random is this? Okay, so I worked with, okay, I can name drop a few good things. Um, I worked with Buzz Aldrin recently. The no astronaut. way. The astronaut. The astronaut. I know. And, okay. Second he's man not, in space. <laughs> yes. No, okay. So we walked into his <laughs> apartment. <laughs> We walked into his apartment, which I didn't know was his apartment. I was like, oh, this is like a very big fan of Buzz Aldrin. And they were like, oh, no, he lives here. And I was like, well, that makes sense because he had, and I thought this was the craziest thing ever. On his wall, since he came back from the moon, he landed in Hawaii, he had to go through customs from the moon. So he had a picture of his customs report where he brought back moon rock and moon dust. and I'm like um, he was lovely but the the main thing that like excited me most about that was because I I do work with like a bunch of celebrities but the fact that I could tell my grandparents who I worked with and they knew who I was talking about was probably one of the best feelings I've ever had because I can like tell them who I've worked with and like okay but they don't really know unless like Mm -hmm. but like I mean not only was this man like he's famous I guess but like historical like and that was that was exciting like he's like 90 something years old looks amazing looks great 
It must have been that moon dust. Yeah, it was from the moon being real. up there. But then, but then get this, the other day, like this happened within the past year that I worked with him. The other day I worked with the youngest Mexican-American astronaut. This has been two astronauts wow. within a year. I'm wow. like, holy shit, like, this is really cool. Yeah, that, that's a dope gig. And like yeah. doing them, doing their makeup is probably a lot easier than those other jobs, you know? <laughs> You're like, God, they're so good. For real, yeah. There were some, there was an embarrassing moment on the set with uh, Mr. Buzz Aldrin. He was doing, it was for a very expensive watch company. And he's, he's a bit older. So like he, he was very like with it, but maybe like harder of hearing and like just wasn't like, you know, too with it. But he was like, I was doing this makeup. And he was like, where's, where's the watch? And I was like, oh, I have my watch. And I started showing him my Haunted Mansion Disney watch that's all jacked up and stuff. And this, this French man with white gloves and a watch comes over and goes, no, 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 this watch, Mr. Aldrin, I have it right here. And this watch was more than my life. But the fact that I was like, oh yeah, this one, I've got it right here. And I, uh, he, oh, wasn't, he, wasn't re he was referring to the product that yeah. he was taking. And I was just like, I want to die. <laughs> I'm so oh, stupid. No. There's been a there's there's been a few moments like that. Like one time I was working on this actor and he had a picture of a mountain range with a cross on it. And this guy is like international. He's like from anyway. I'm like, oh, you really like Hollywood, don't you? Like that's the Hollywood Hills. And he's like, no, it's 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 Brazil. And I was just like, Oh shit, all of right. Course, <laughs> of course it is. Like I was trying to make conversation and failed horribly. It's, but it's it, such it, an awkward situation when you're just trying to be nice and friend, like in a normal human oh, way. Yeah, yeah. And then they're not even trying to match your thing. You're like, all right, well, that's great. I've been in so yeah. many sets like that. It's just, I hate it. It's oh like, why God, dude? Like, come on, just come on. <laughs> come on. Okay, <laughs> like, like, you can laugh about it after the fact that it's happened, but like in the moment you're just like, yeah oh okay nope. okay in that case what i encourage you guys everyone to do is to get this book get one of these the most funniest them. joke book ever it will honestly i feel like that's my life this one this one can you can you tell us one joke please, tell, please. Tell are they like joke. are they like dad jokes or just what do elves learn in school the alphabet dad jokes and okay. I am yeah, all, was all no for drama. it. I am uh, all for what do you what do you call a dog standing in the snow? Snow dog. A chili dog. <gasps> That's a good one. <laughs> These That's are cute. so bad, and I love them. I love them. <laughs> one more. One more. One more. I want to hear one, one more. Yes, one, one more. From one the more. Book. All right. Uh, what can you catch but cannot throw? Cannot what? What can you catch but cannot throw? I feel like it's an STD, but yeah. I know that's not the right answer. <laughs> Come on. Close. That should be. It's a cold. Close enough. Close yeah, enough. yeah, that was the same. Yeah, close I enough. I think your answer is, but I like the STD. I'm going to say that. Thank you. Why, thank you. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I bring that to sets now. Uh, whenever. That's genius. Mean, Use it to mess around, but I haven't. I, I worked. I've been working on really good sets. I've been blessed for the last like year. Nice, so, that's but, awesome. Uh, 
Yeah. I mean, I met you on that. Really, that was such a fun job. And like Willis, bro. I like Willis, dude. I know. I just work. I'm working with him soon again. And Mm -hmm. actually, so um, it's okay. So very exciting. Um, I'm work. So there's two jobs happening that day. One is a uh, concept thing, but then there's a film after the fact because they're using the same set for the. I don't know. Two different jobs, same day. I'm excited. It's gonna be a fun time. Mm-hmm. more of like a passion project but i'm all for this but it's a, it's a creepy. proof of concept for like a narrative movie yes and it's creepy and i'm all about that so it's nice. with those people from that shoot but from um, Willis? yes i'm gonna, call, I'm gonna so, text them yeah so um <laughs> so wait get this so jen was like i have a concept and mm-hmm. we're gonna shoot that two hours before we shoot the main thing and i have a role for you i guys am going to be an actor no way. Wow, that's yes. cool. Wow. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Got your pose? They can afford I, you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. No, I, I think I'm playing like a creepy Southern chick. But like, oh, I'm God. so honored. This is because I do my stupid little TikTok videos, but no one sees me. I just film them and then I post them, but no one watches me. But I, I was kind of, I was very honored. I'm excited. I've never acted. Well, I mean, I did in high school, but that was completely different. That was high school theater and I don't remember any of that but yeah I I am nervous and excited and I'm just excited that I get to do creepy makeup after that too so oh, nice that's good it sounds yeah. like you're gonna ha- have a blast it's gonna be fun yeah I'm excited and then um so it was kind of cute so she was saying she was like you look a little too like Hollywood like we need you to look like more like middle America and I was like oh my god like Charlize Theron and Monster so I I'm gonna make myself <laughs> wow. look nasty yeah i am very uh, excited i'm just yeah. gonna look homely homely uh-huh. and creepy and i am all about that yeah i love that i love seeing different different looks from different people especially beautiful people yeah, yeah. So used to seeing them, you know looking yeah. all pretty and gorgeous but to see them on a roll that makes them look a little jarry or uncomfortable oh my god like those types of makeups like the fact that like these beautiful people can literally just put that aside because a lot of the time i work with like actors or actresses who are very like that diva man I was talking about before, are so self-conscious. They need to look beautiful and up to their own standards. And then, um, like the fact that they can put that aside and just look like not too good. Like I think that is that that makes me for the character. Yeah, exactly. Like they can look completely different from themselves, mm-hmm. and it makes me respect them so much more. Like um, Jamie Lee Curtis in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Mm-hmm. yeah she that, put up like, for that or I, I think like the just the different like outfits and like oh my god it was just it was beautiful and it made me like her so much more and yeah. like the or like Charlize Theron or like I mean even Christian Bale like the the amount oh, of like don't, don't get me started he <laughs> he fluctuated the machinist yeah, all, all that weight yeah then that, gained it for like, Batman then lost it again for the fighter the, the the president role that he played oh yeah he, like, he did yeah that's, he that's Dick. nuts yeah that's <laughs> crazy that's amazing, amazing makeup that made the cover yeah. of the mat of the makeup magazine i know because i went to nigel's and i <laughs> so okay can i just throw something out there friends is the best makeup store ever nothing wrong with nigel's but if you guys ever need a makeup store to go to i without a doubt will say friends it's in north hollywood they have everything 
Their staff is so knowledgeable. They are the most friendly, wonderful people. I only go there. Right. Um, yeah, not, just, um, I'm, I guess I'm plugging them. Yes, is that the right friends term? from the real. I never friends. heard of them. I only heard of friends. Nigel's. Friends. So, and okay. Yeah, so there's Nigel's Friends and Namie's. Friends, okay. F-R-E-N-D-S. They have everything. I love them. I go there way too often and spend too much money. <laughs> but yes, that yes. is the place to go. All right. Hashtag yeah. them. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I love well, them. It's really cool. Before we before we end this podcast, um, since we're talking yes. about actors on who which celebrities are difficult to work with and not, um, we have a few. Um, this is on the internet, actors that we know of that are difficult to work with. So we're gonna play a little game. I'm gonna okay. name the actor, and you got you two uh ladies just tell me if they are rude to work if they're difficult to work with or good to work with okay the people i've worked with uh or if they're difficult to work with um this is basically uh it's on a website um oh okay because yes. i might yeah i'll i'll do my best i'll guess i can do yeah just guess if they're good or bad okay. you'd be surprised from what i've heard not personally but mm -hmm. from what i've heard i will do my best at guessing well we'll start off with uh mike myers i've heard he's wonderful to work with but difficult in a sense like uh so okay from what i've heard the one story that i've heard um when they were filming the cat in the hat which is one of my favorite movies ever mm -hmm. um the original makeup artist was trying to set up a makeup test but he couldn't do it couldn't do it was busy was busy was busy so he left and another makeup artist came in and took over and that's the makeup that you see for that movie no way. So, wow. From, so you don't know what the original makeup was going to look like because that makeup artist was like, I'm done. I'm not doing this. Mm -hmm. um, but that's the only thing I've heard of. He seems like a cool guy. I respect all of his work and the fact that he can transform himself. But that's the only story I've actually heard where like he was a bit difficult to hold on to or get a hold of. Okay. That reminded me of like the Wizard of Oz incident where they have you never heard of the like the the oh well there hasn't been a remake but like the wizard of oz where like the tin man they did the oh, makeup good. on the original actor and he like he had to he got sick it was like very allergic they oh, i mean this was in the uh -huh. 1930s right so oh, they yeah. used well, like, like metallic or something that was poisonous yes, for human lead. beings yeah exactly. with lead there you go yeah yeah, Crazy. between that and I think the witch also had something strange in her yeah. makeup as well. Yeah. Well, she yeah. got burned alive, but <laughs> that was wrong. Luckily, luckily wrong. she was okay and she went back to work. She's a badass. But um yeah, Mil yeah. Like, yeah. Hamilton. Um, is it Linda Hamilton, her name? The one who played Wicked Witch, the the Wicked Witch. I don't know, but she she went through a lot on that set. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it was yeah. Okay. Well, Okay. There you go. Check, check to make sure that your makeup isn't going to kill your actors and make them melt. <laughs> That's uh, why you do testing, right? That's right. Or ask. Yes. Yes. All right. Um, okay. Well, to answer Next your question, uh, Michael Myers, they say many have deemed him challenging to work with due to his rude personality. No, I not know. Austin Powers. I know. Honestly, I, I kind of have a crush on him. Like, that, that's Mike upsetting Myers? to hear. I do. Well, that and Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Like it's, it's really, it's, oh my God. Yes. Yes. Okay. So really quick, really quick. Okay. The eyebrows, it's the manic eyebrows. So yeah. really quick. 
So um, I have such a crush on Jack Nicholson, especially in The Shining. I don't know why. It's bizarre. Just, just give me the okay. <laughs> So um, when we were we watched Doctor Sleep, which I have many issues with that movie. However, my biggest. Oh yeah, issue, me too. Many That's issues sequel, with that movie. Many issues. Many issues. But um, the, my biggest issue where I literally I'm still furious, and I, this is ridiculous. I know I should just let it go. Whatever. They have such good technology. They could easily have done a deep fake and I could have been seeing my boy, Jack. Instead, mm-hmm. they had the, 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 the young boy who played E.T. or whatever. They had him as Jack Nicholson. So I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm going to see him. I'm going to see him. Mm-hmm. And then it was this actor who kind of looked like him, but not really. And he did a good job of pretending. But I was like, what the fuck is this? What the <laughs> fuck is this? My husband, my husband was like, Trey. Jack Nicholson I'm like but I was hoping for Jack and yeah it's still it really upsets me to this day I can't get I can't get over it really at all yeah well that movie did horrible I only watched half of it maybe not even half I couldn't get through one scene so first half of it okay and then like the second half like I feel like because the book is completely different than the movie for The Shining at the end of The Shining the hotel burns down and yeah, like there's there's so many differences in the book and the movie. So I feel like they had to they had to bring him back to the hotel. Because I don't even know because like the, the hotel didn't burn down in the first Shining. Mm-hmm. It was still there. So like they kinda, <laughs> yeah, he just they yeah, kind of yeah. just they, they they made the first ending for the Shining happen in Doctor Sleep. Like they made it. I don't know. But like they, it was like nostalgia porn. Like they literally just brought him back to the hotel, and then they made it happen as if it did in the first book. If that makes any sense. Like so, yeah. The second half of the movie, I never finished the book because it was just like a little bit too. I don't know. There was way too much. Okay, so I'm sober. So like there was a little bit too much AA stuff happening mm. in the book where I was like this is a little too real I don't really want to read this I like reading like fantasy and scary stuff but like I kind of put that book down so I don't know how the book ended but the movie eh. yeah you know what try a Frank <laughs> Herbert Frank Herbert book he's What's one that? That did, uh he did Dune oh, oh yeah, okay yeah. the Dune sequel he also wrote a bunch of other uh like sci-fi uh kind of uh short books Okay. Um, I do enjoy a good sci-fi book. Elantris is one of my favorites. Elantris? It's a good one. Read it. I want them to make that into a movie because I feel like the makeup would be fantastic. I love how you think of makeup when you think of movie making. I do. I do. Oh my god, you guys. Okay. My favorite book series. It's my favorite ever. Um, I was working on a feature which still hasn't come out. I'm waiting for it to come out because it was awesome. But um, the producer was looking, was reading books on set. And I was like, why are you reading this like really random book? And he was like, I'm looking for stuff I can make into a movie. And I was like, oh, this wow. is the opportunity. He reached out to my favorite author of this series. It's called Experiment and Terror. And it's it's got like eight books. So like it just kept going. And like at a certain point, like in my life, I was reading it. I would get to the end and it would be like, um next book coming September blah 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 and I would be like I so I was reading along with this series and it was so good like everything it was perfect for me and I'm like oh my god if I could work on this like because 
it's got a big fan following online. But anyone I've suggested this book to, no one reads it. So I can't talk to anyone about it except for looking on these forums. But um, my the producer had reached out to the writer and was like, yeah, I'm interested in making. And apparently, like, someone's already trying to make it. So, like, the rights are given to someone else. But she actually responded back to him. And I was like, that would be my dream to work on this book series. That would be fantastic. But, um. Yeah, it was it was cool. The fact that she reached out to him after he reached out to her. Yeah. But yeah, Experiment in Terror, that would be fun to work on. But it's also a very fun series. If anybody wants any book suggestions, there's like nine of them, maybe 10, maybe Sweet. eight. Nice. There's a bunch. <laughs> maybe yeah. not. <laughs> I went from like third in the middle to the yep. most to the least. <laughs> I don't know. There's There's a bunch of them and I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. it's a good time yeah awesome. nice yeah. Well, yep, yep. do i have to say it do i have to you don't say have it, to guys? say it. we can just cut it okay can, all right bye guys we'll see you guys next week no we'll end it like the end of the sopranos <laughs> oh don't okay i've never seen i've never it? finished you have, yeah you can go ahead yeah really quick before we end um that is that was the only episode of the sopranos i ever watched bye <laughs> Okay, go on our Instagram, guys, to know what you guys, what we're talking about. But that was Dre's episode. Anyway, we love you, Dre. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, We'll see you guys next week on another episode of Set Stories Podcast. I had fun talking with you guys. Come on. It was a good one. I I learned a lot. Makeup artists. uh, They're soldiers, man, on set, as we all are. No, so important. Yeah, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Follow us on our our Instagram, set underscore stories underscore podcast. Check out all our clips and stuff. And we have merch, setstories.com. What do you guys do? Yeah, go to the website. Go to the website, setstories.com. Can't make it more easier. Tell us everything. Yeah. Anyway, we love you guys. We'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye.